0: on today's episode of the drop everything now podcast we get into some taylor swift current events we talk about all of her singles what we think should be shouldn't be we if we wished she did something different which spoiler alert we do um and then finally we'll tell you about some stalker stories we might have Hmm. um not of us being stalked, but of us being the stalkers. And with that, it is time to drop everything now. Let's go. (laughs) 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 Hey everybody. What's going on? My name is Steph. I'm also
1: Steph. <laughs> I don't know why he said it like that. I really don't know. Um, anyway, welcome to our ne- the next episode of the uh, Drop Everything Now podcast. Yes, episode four. So I hope you have all dropped everything as you um, as we told you to, and you're ready to like hang out
0: with us. I'm ready to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, I'm ready to like really get into everything today i'm actually really excited to talk uh, with everything that we have to talk about
0: me too i think we've got a packed uh a packed show for you today
1: a jam-packed show with things like crazy twists and turns you're gonna be like whoa never saw that one coming
0: (laughs) i don't really know what to say to that
1: (laughs) the last time that we were together not physically, but I mean podcasting wise. Um, we what did we talk about? We talked about the albums. We, we talked about oh right, we albums. talked about the albums. Um, our overall rankings of the albums. So um, you know we're kind of gonna get into just more so we're gonna talk about all the albums again, but really just more specifically the singles today. Yes. Right. So um. But yes, since because
0: we have some thoughts. We have
1: we have some thoughts. Um. But since we've last done this, it's been what, two and a half, three weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. So so like any like updates on life stuff that you want to share with the class? Like how Uh, have you been doing?
0: So I feel like I've become more adult in the last um, few weeks. Really? Let me tell you why. And the reason is gonna be so stupid. The last Um, time you
1: were going backwards and I know, but I think I've I've
0: overcorrected.
1: Overcorrected. Sometimes you need to do that
0: exactly but i bought two plants for outside
1: oh no you're and I, a plant lady
0: i also have one inside oh and i have some fresh basil that i'm trying to keep alive that one's about to go though um are you eating it no that's the problem i i bought it with the intent to use it on a lot of things and it's just i haven't used it once um,
1: so does
0: it go bad quickly it just looks a little wilted right now. I think if you keep plucking them off and using them, it more will grow. But I I don't know. I'll try again in another time. But, but yeah, no, I'm very adult. That I have is two plants. Really adult. They're cute. And I sit outside and just, like, look at them sometimes. And I can see them from my window as well. So I'm looking at them right now. Do you think that they make you happy? I think so. Um... Yeah, no, they definitely make me happy and they just look really pretty outside and it's very peaceful.
1: Um, what's been happening with you?
0: I guess I did. <laughs> I guess what's I been did.
1: happening with me? Um, Nothing like crazier, nothing crazy exciting. Um, I have more trauma, like always. Um, I had a crazy allergic reaction to, I don't what? know what, I don't know. I'm, I'm a mess. It was my ears. They blew up. Um, I couldn't move them. Uh, It was crazy, but, you know, it's all good now. Wow. I'm glad you're alive. I'm, like, alive. I'm here. My ears can bend again. And, honestly, thank God. So, um, yeah, I'm just, like, really looking forward to the next two weeks. And then I have a a vacation coming up June 24th. Going to San Diego Diego, to visit some friends. So, yeah, I'm more so, like, Excited about the future than and um, traumatized about my past is how I would kind of sum up like, what's my life right now? That that would sum it up. I see, you know, so um, yeah, that that's my life anyway, <laughs> um. There is, into, um, yeah. Taylor, uh, yeah, no, there is
0: something else. Should we get into Oh,
1: what? You know, there is something else I'm going to bring up. <laughs> but it's it kind of goes into our first segment. So, yeah, so I think we should get into our first segment. So yes. current events, I would say, right? So Taylor Swift, current events. We have, um, like, three main points, three stories with some things that I, I think I want to discuss with you, get your take on them, into them. Um, yeah. So the first one is that Taylor Swift now owns her own music videos, um, at least You Belong With Me and Love Story.
0: So they're now licensed?
1: Yes. So to the, her? Exactly, yeah. So as of maybe like two or three weeks ago, it started with You Belong With Me. Um, it, it's now licensed to Taylor Swift and UMG on YouTube with the new re-recorded Taylor's version. So- okay. Then I double checked because I was like, is it just you belong with me? So I also looked at Love Story. Love Story also says in the licensing it is U M J. So if we were, if anybody was worried about uh, watching those music videos before, you can watch them guilt free, which is super exciting. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. No, I think that's great. I guess I, like, uh, I never, I didn't, I guess I didn't really know how that worked. Like, I would, I, Right. I guess it makes sense if you put the new audio on it, then like, okay, it's hers, but it seems like there would have been some sort of rights to the whole the video as a whole that they would have had to work through. But that I, and I guess the not. audio is
1: the same. They didn't switch the audio. It's not the re record? No. That's that's what confused me. I thought you me. said
0: you just said on youtube with new re-recorded taylor's version
1: it said so the the headline said it's licensed to them i think that it's still the old version i'd have to listen through it which i did listen to love story and i'll explain that in a minute but i did listen to love the music video and it sounded like the old version either way it is exciting because that was a thought that i had like oh can we what about the music videos is she and and we kind of said this I think in our first podcast like would she recreate the music videos as well um which would be a fun thing but if she can just get the licensing for those yeah there's no problem with that this might be something that a lot of people don't think of because how often are you really watching those music videos
0: I haven't watched them in forever.
1: Yeah, like not unless, like sometimes I'll sit here while I'm working and I'll just play yeah. YouTube and like the music videos will pop up. But that, like, mm-hmm. if I watch a music video, I would watch her music videos maybe once a year, if that, right? So that's not something I was like, oh, darn, I can't listen to the music video or watch the music videos anymore. Um, however, it is something that crossed my mind. And so what I'm about to say here right now. It's something that I've been hiding for quite God. some time. <laughs> and um, oh, no. I just think, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to admit to You're it. You're in the trust I'm tree. I'm just going to admit to it. I, Stephanie, am a teacher. <laughs> and the reason oh, yes. I've been hiding it is because I say stupid things a lot more than I should. <laughs> like, I don't know what words are coming out of my mouth. And so... Um, I don't want people to judge me, like, isn't she a teacher? Because not only am I a teacher, but I'm an English teacher. (laughs) Yeah. So when I speak, and I say stupid things, you know, whatever. But here I am, we're just having fun, whatever. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm a high school English teacher, and I had just the most incredible past week, and I'm (laughs) having so much fun in my life right now, and I really have Taylor Swift to thank for it. So we are reading... Guess what we're reading
0: in school. I know.
1: I know, you know, but I wanted you to, like, guess.
0: Okay, I, I, I want to say you're starting Romeo and Juliet.
1: <laughs> yes, Romeo and Juliet, and I get so excited. All my students know that I'm a giant Swifty, um, and by the way, it's all boys, too, so that just kind of adds to the dynamic. That's as far as I'm going. You're not getting anything else out of me. But I just think it adds to the funny story. And so... I, I've never done this. I've been teaching for five years. I've never shown, I've talked about Taylor Swift as much as I have have this year. They all know, and they are begging. They're like, Miss Teacher, Miss Teacher, can we please watch Taylor Swift before we start acting out Romeo and Juliet? Please, please. So, and I also was like, yeah, we have to watch it. So before we started uh, acting it out, because I make them get up and act everything out, um, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of fun. I hyped everybody up, and I'm like, we're watching Love Story by Taylor Swift, everybody. And as you're watching it, I want, you're going to, like, point out the differences, like, because you already kind of know what happens in Romeo and Juliet. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure they were going to take it, because it's all boys. They always make fun of me for liking Taylor Swift. You're like, oh, bed blood. When I tell you the classroom was on fire, (laughs) I have never been happier in my life. They got their phones out. They were singing along when the bridge came. Amazing. They were all like up and down, like Rami. Like it was so exciting. And they were like, Miss Teacher, can we can we please start each class listening to this song? It hypes us up. And they have asked every day. Um, and I said, no, we'll we'll watch it again when we get to the balcony scene. Like when we get to act two, we'll we'll do it yeah. again. And like it just it was so exciting. They got so into it. And then I told them an extra credit project by the end of the year. If they want to recreate um a minute of the song, they have to change the lyrics so they're more accurate to what actually happens in Romeo and Juliet. And they make their own little minute video or something. I'll give them Amazing. as much extra credit as they want. And I'm really excited because some of them are like I'm totally doing that. That would be so fun, and they're like, and we can send it to as Taylor much, Swift. I, we could send it to her, and I'm like, I love You're it. You're right. We can send it to her.
0: As of How, wait, years. as much extra credit as they want. No,
1: that I'm not giving them as much extra credit as they want. That was I'm being dramatic, but like I'll definitely give them oh, extra okay. credit because if they're gonna make a poem, oh, yeah, basically, sure. it's gonna be for accurate, sure. and they're gonna put that effort in. It's so the end of the year, like absolutely, because not only is it educational, but it makes me happy. Oh yeah. And that's what like extra credit is in my book. So, For sure. I just anyway, the, the reason is that I was thinking I'm like, "Oh, can I play this video? Like am I doing Taylor wrong by showing this to my class cuz it's giving uh big machine whatever?" And so I guess I wasn't because it was only last week that I showed it. And that's why I'm confused because it sounded it didn't sound like the new version. That that's Yeah, we'll new, have I to yeah.
0: We'll have to look into that because um, I don't, I don't get that then. I don't get how she's allowed to, I, I guess I just don't understand the music videos to begin with. Did, did you check any like speak now nope. or read music videos? Nope. Okay. So we'll have I to look only, into that too. only checked
1: You Belong With Me and Love Story and Love Story is the only one I actually listen to because, um, so yeah, so nobody judge me because I say things all, all the time that are just like not grammatically correct. It's fine. It's we're all fine. I'm just talking. Um, so yeah, so that was our first... I just thought it was cool that we could watch the the music videos if anybody was wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, so our second story here is um, that Taylor Swift becomes the first female winner of the Global Icon Award at the Brits uh, 2021 Awards. Um, so not only is she the first female winner of this award. Uh, but she is also like, uh, I think the first uh, non-Brit. She's the youngest
0: and the first non-Brit. Yeah. Yes.
1: Which is so exciting. Um, and this award, just to be clear, it celebrates an artist who has made an immense worldwide impact throughout music and advocacy. Um, so it's like a huge deal. like Well-deserved. Yeah. It is so well deserved. What an awesome accomplishment. And it speaks it's the past 4 years. So they started this award in 2013 um I think something like that. But the last one was 2017. So this isn't something that's just given out every single year, which still would be right. an, an incredible feat, but after 4 years, I mean, I think she deserves it. She really is a global icon. Look at all of the things oh, that yeah. she's done in music, for the music industry. She's advocated within and without of the music industry um and so I don't know it's, I'm just so happy that she really is on top of the world right now like she's untouchable
0: no I totally agree that that was awesome and she she looked amazing her outfit was super 1989 vibes but her hair was I don't know it was red and I just get confused now I know she's,
1: with like what just, she's gonna do next
0: right I, I know it's 1989 but like I it gave me such red vibes—the way her hair and her lipstick. Uh, I don't know.
1: And you're so right, but like I've come to a point—I'm not the Swiftie that really goes into Easter eggs because there are so many. No. Or so many theories, not Easter eggs, that are wrong. That I just like don't even. I'm not even like looking into anything like what you're saying. Like I agree, it's it could be anything. I'm just gonna wait for Taylor Swift to tell us. Oh no! Then I I'll totally talk about agree. It there. I need to know because
0: People make up a date for everything. Like, oh, today is, if you divide 13 by two, today is that day and it's coming out today and it just never happens. It's like, okay. It's like that Parks and Rec scene when um, the guy is trying to book the, the park for like Doomsday and he's like, yes, it's June 4th. And then like Leslie Nope is like, actually, we have a birthday party in the park that day. And he's like, is there anything on June 5th? she's like, no, it's open. It's June 5th. It's June 5th. You know, it yeah. feels like that every day. It's, is just like, it could be something right.
1: Like there, you yeah,
0: know, I, I, do, I am not into that. I know me either. It's all it, just is too much
1: because it, it is. It's too much. I appreciate the people that do it. And some of the things are definitely really cool, but I can't ever legitimately invest my time into that because to me, Easter eggs are, are Easter eggs are, are there to look back on. They're not there necessarily for, like in Taylor Swift's sense, they're not foreshadowing. She's dropping yeah. Easter eggs. So then we look back and say, oh, but w- she wasn't, the most obvious clues was the, the track list for the vault stuff. That's foreshadowing to me. Like, those are like the obvious stuff that she wants us to figure it out. The other stuff. Yeah. She's dropping Easter eggs here and there. Right. But it, they're so obscure that like, there's just no way there's no way I'm putting my time and energy into
0: that no right like there's certain things like remember how she posted twice she posted a picture with the caption not a lot going on at the moment yes and each time it was when she was recording folklore evermore yes like there's things like that where if she posts a picture and says not a lot going on at the moment I'm gonna be like oh shit something's about to go down right but the things like, oh, she has three emojis on her caption. Oh, her, her emojis are red. Oh, she highlighted um, drop everything now in her thing. It must be speak now. I'm just like, ugh, we can't, people.
1: I know, we can't. And, and there, it could be true because Taylor Swift would do that. But I, we just can't because then you're picking apart every little thing and every little thing can't be right. So it loses its yeah. effectiveness or right of like, if everything is something, everything is nothing. Right, like deep. Every can't. Every, no, I
0: agree. I think I w- can't get too crazy on yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So I'm just with when in terms of like Easter eggs and like all that, like what's coming next. I assume it's 1989. I have no idea yep. when it's coming. I'm just gonna wait for it to drop, we'll see. and then when she drops yep. it, we'll see. I will analyze that based on what Taylor Swift tells us, and that's all. Right. And that's all. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Okay. Now. I, oh, we were talking about the Brit Awards. Yeah. Any other thoughts yes. on the Brit Awards? I mean, she also won uh, the, the International Female Solo Artist, uh, which is mm-hmm. also incredible, but the other one was more like groundbreaking, I guess. But Prestigious, yeah. yes.
0: No, I think the only other thing about the Brit Awards that I'd say probably is that um, her and her like protege if we would call olivia rodrigo a protege oh, yes that was um, right. mm-hmm. they met for the first time yes yep so that yeah
1: that was the next thing i was gonna say how i exciting.
0: just i know that's so cute and i just can't imagine like because obviously wow i just did a driver's license lyric um <laughs> what did, wait what did you I say i can't i just can't imagine isn't that oh you're right you i'm not gonna sing it i'm sorry everyone <laughs> yeah anyway um Cause she was such a fan, you know? And I remember when, when okay. Taylor Swift like shared her song, when driver's license dropped and she shared it and she's like, this is so good. Like she freaked out. Right. So I just can't imagine what it's like to be like, Holy crap. I'm meeting you. We're like sort of friends now. You're promoting my music sort of, I'm this thinking. is amazing.
1: And, <sighs> and not, it's not just somebody like, um, who's the girl that went on tour with her Camila Cabela, Cabela, Cabela Cab, Cab- <laughs> you got it <laughs> camila cabello cabello yes. cabello um Camilla cabello yeah oh my gosh can i speak this is what i mean this is why i don't tell you guys what i do for a living um <laughs> who was a fan of taylor swift but it's not this is different because olivia rodrigo as a child there's pictures of her like seven eight years old writing like i heart taylor swift if you go down to her yeah. Instagram when she wasn't famous, there's videos of her in like middle school and elementary school singing all too well with her friends. Like she is like a hardcore Swifty. So to be so recognized cool. by your uh, favorite artist ever, you're not only your favorite artist, but your muse probably, right? Because like mm-hmm. writing songs, all that, like, oh, I am just so excited for her and I'm so excited for her success. Um, and I, and Olivia Rodrigo is killing it. Oh my, good, yeah. you heard, good for you. I can't stop listening. I haven't listened to that one Stephanie, yet, but. Listen to it. It is okay. so freaking good. And I hope everybody <clears throat> else has as well. It's it's just so good. It's so good. I also think it's crazy, that the one point I wanted to bring up with that, that we're at a time where people are, Taylor Swift has been around long enough that people are inspired by her, like, oh, this is Taylor Swift vibes. Not that Olivia Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift had the same style, the same vibes, but the fact that it's like, oh, she's a singer-songwriter, like, you know, singing about breakups. Like, it's a new cycle of Taylor Swift. Like, I feel like Olivia Rodrigo Mm. is going to be uh, the Taylor Swift to, like, the middle school elementary, high school girls now that Taylor Swift was to us, right? Like I see what you're saying. Like the excitement around those albums, like Olivia Rodrigo is Taylor Swift, is that icon that people are going to have. Like she's writing my diary. Oh my gosh. Everything she says is so relatable. Um, And I think it's so crazy that that much time has passed that, and that Taylor Swift is that iconic. And it just shows that, that people are following in her footsteps again, Olivia Rodrigo's doing her own thing. She's not copying Taylor Swift. I just mean mm-hmm. that that people can just, like, compare the Taylor Swift type to someone, which just proves, right. again, we know she's an icon, but it's just cool to kind of see it for those younger generations.
0: Oh, for sure. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know if, like, maybe I just, I don't know if I know of any other artists that are, like, big for that <laughs> big. Gen- generation, obviously, because I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they look like. But right. but yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Like Olivia Rodrigo seems like she is becoming that um relatable sure. sort of
1: Yeah, I'm I'm telling you. I come for that age. Yeah. And she I stopped her Instagram and that's what she's been doing for years before she even blew up. She writes she would write songs on a little ukulele and sing them, and they were all very like she's been writing like she's a songwriter just like Taylor Swift. And I think Yeah. That's my favorite genre of music. I'm an Olivia Rodrigo fan, um, and I can't wait for her album to come out. And I'm sure Taylor Swift will promote that as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm excited for her. And Olivia De- Rodrigo also owns her own masters or will or does something mm. along those lines. And she even said thank you to Taylor Swift for that. So that's mm-hmm. another really awesome thing where we can see Taylor Swift's influence on those younger artists and why, you know, she made a big stink about this to save people yeah. like Olivia Rodrigo. To help them yeah. out. So she sees Taylor Swift and is like, hold on, I'm not going to do that. And Olivia Rodrigo, imagine, like, she wrote these songs too. She would have been down that same path if Taylor Swift hadn't spoken up about wanting to own her own masters. So I think that's another right. awesome, awesome thing. And shows why she is the the global icon for 2021.
0: Yeah, Yeah. There you go. Um, That also reminds me um, with with how like Taylor's showing young people like to own your music or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to shout out Kelly Clarkson because I didn't even realize this, but um, when the whole, when Taylor's masters, that whole thing was going down, she like tweeted at her and she was like, you should just re-record all of your old stuff. So I just want to give Kelly Clarkson a shout out and be like, I don't know if you were the one that was let, like gave her the idea, but, but you supported you know, it
1: right from the start.
0: Props to you for maybe giving her the idea, and thank you. Yeah,
1: thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Honestly, we owe you a lot. We owe you everything. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Thank you, Taylor Swift, for all that you have done and all that you will do. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so do you have any other recent thoughts on any current events?
0: No, I don't I don't think so. Um, I feel like she's been a little quiet, which means something will probably happen at some point. But right. it's just so weird that like, you know, we used to go two years I know. between albums and like two years and she'd be especially after like or before and after reputation, she was just nowhere. And now it's like we don't get something for two months and it's like um where have you been? Come on. Yeah, give us something. So yeah. I mean, I'm trying not to get too greedy about it. We are but... so spoiled. I know. I know. It's, we are so spoiled. It's actually we've had four albums in two years. It's I mean, insane. three in one year. Real? Yeah. I included Lover in that because right. usually, usually she'd have a new album coming out this year. Right. Oh but God, you're
1: right. Yeah, like we would have been three. Like, anticipating it soon because it's only right. two years of Lover. Yeah, yeah. so you're right. She's been, I mean, relatively quiet. She did just release the new chapters thing, but that wasn't, I don't really care about that. Yeah, I
0: think she's just doing that for streams, which is totally fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. I support it. I just don't really care about it. Speaking
0: of anticipation and such, should we get into our discussion about
1: the singles? We should. We absolutely positively should. And we will. And that's what we're doing. So, do you want to explain what how we're going to do this, Stephanie?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, we're going to go album by album, mm-hmm. and we'll probably just talk about the first two singles to be released, unless there's specific things we want to bring up about any of the others. She usually has about five to seven singles per album. Only one or two come out before the album is released. So, right. we'll probably pay more attention to those ones that come out before the album is released. But again, mm-hmm. if there's a specific story or something we want to bring up about one of the others, we will... Um, we're going to talk about like whether we think it's a good fit. Um, if we wished it was something different, uh, yes. Maybe we didn't like it at the time, but thinking back, it actually makes sense. Right. And then we'll give our top three of all the singles, um, yeah, or that she's ever the released. first, the first and second singles yeah. from each album. Let's say let's limit it because there's a lot in here. Right. But we'll give our top three singles picks.
1: The top three overall. singles that we are going to pick uh, each would be what we think. Her, she, we're like, yes, Taylor, you should have chosen this as a single. It went well. That's yes. okay. amazing. Not her personal favorites, just like yes. as a single. Yeah. So basically the idea is we all know and love Taylor Swift, but we know sometimes she doesn't choose the best singles. So we kind of want to yes. analyze what was the good, what was the bad, what was the should have been for each album. Yes. So uh, we're going to take exactly. it. Exactly from the top starting from debut and we'll go uh chronologically through um the albums
0: okay so debut album mm-hmm. she released tim mcgraw before the album dropped mm-hmm. and that was it um the second one was teardrops on my guitar mm-hmm. um
1: so what do uh, you think I, what What were what's your initial thoughts on that
0: so i think you know it's interesting because since the debut album i didn't I wasn't anticipating anything for it. Um, Right. All the ones that are here, all of the singles she had from that album are her most popular from there.
1: yes. Yeah,
0: and, and like, obviously, I guess, you know, that makes sense. Um, I might
1: have done... Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just before we get really into it, I guess we should talk about, like, what do we think, when we're talking about analyzing the good, the bad, and the ugly of the singles, what do we think makes a... What should a single be? What makes a good single? Just so when we talk about why we yeah. like or dislike something, like what is our overall?
0: So so. I feel like it. It does have to have an element of like catchy or mm-hmm. more of one of the universal type like I, i'm basically saying it can't be like a an all too well as your single mm-hmm. you know like it, it can't be that a like deep cut slow, maybe not even slow. yeah um and i feel like it has to have the overall like vibe of the album as a whole Good. yep um and then one thing i did notice in her her all of her selections and i, I this isn't necessarily what it has to be but i guess it kind of makes sense she never uses the tracks that are the album titles in her singles i know i saw i noticed that too which i guess makes sense because i feel like you know when things are released i can't wait to hear right speak now right you know like because i'm like oh i want to hear that's her title what is it you know like so i guess i guess it makes sense yeah um but it's interesting because i realized that when i was like trying to think of what i would want it to be i was like Mm. well i would love for it to be read and then i was like yeah but I kinda get what she's I doesn't get why use. she does not right. Yeah. Um, what about you? Any other thoughts yeah. on No, I was gonna say just good?
1: a single it singles in general, not just Taylor Swift. I think you want them to be catchy enough and um catchy enough, not necessarily poppy, but just what are the masses going to like? What are the most people yeah. going to like, which would mean it, it's a pop more right. on the pop side, right? Because um, you want it to have radio success. So you have to think business. Yeah. And it should, if we're talking about two singles dropping, there should be, it, it should represent the album. And or it should, if you're doing two, it should have versatility. Mm-hmm. Because if there's, well, if there's versatility on your album. So yeah. what two songs in my head, like the way that I'm, I'm, I looked at all of these singles was I said, like, do these two songs really represent the whole album? And yeah. it's something that ev- most people, even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, could be like, oh, I can appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep, I agree.
1: And it's not all the same thing. So that that's how yeah. I was kind of looking at it.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So, Tim raw and Teardrops in
1: my guitar. Sorry. I, I'm sorry I cut you off. I just felt like we should... Get that out
0: there no that's okay we can always we can cut out that first right. part um i think i think they make sense if anything maybe i would have switched one out with our song um right i don't know which one because they're both kind of slower right uh but so maybe switch one out with our song which mm-hmm. which was the third single but obviously um not the top know. two no and it came out almost a year after the album dropped so right. um that's my only thing there, but I think it makes sense. I think all of the singles that she had from, from Taylor Swift are obviously all of the most popular yep. ones she had from that album, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm good with that so one. She you wouldn't necessarily change anything.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: no, if anything, just move our song up and that's about it.
1: Yep. I pretty much agree. I actually also, I know that you didn't, but I graded all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really getting into admitting my job profession. Yeah, um, right. I actually gave this an A. Uh, so... I agreed with you. If anything, I would have switched Teardrops out for our song because I think that shows yeah. more versatility with, there are for some sure. sad songs, sadders like Tim McGraw is a little bit more But we'll also have some sad. upbeat, yep. And our song, it gives more versatility just for the first two, but it's her debut album and yeah. Teardrops on My Guitar did great. So I don't, I don't have anything wrong with that. Um, and all of the any of the songs that i would have said like should have been a single are like picture to burn should have said no they're out, they're there they're singles and it yeah. all makes sense um there's no song that i'm like that doesn't make sense why she would put that one as a single right the only song that i think also could have done well as a a single and i don't and again i'm giving this an a so i don't think they could have been switched just like oh if we're gonna throw in another single i think i'm only me when i'm with you would have been a very catchy uh pop like could have um got her commercial success not only necessarily in the country genre
0: you know what's interesting about that one too what i'm only me when i'm with you wasn't even on the original album oh really I'm only me is. when I'm with you invisible and a perfectly good heart were bonus tracks sort right.
1: of but I, I I don't think that we should count out bonus tracks oh no
0: I agree I agree
1: because she has the um, bonus tracks she she decided to make them bonus tracks you know what I mean oh yeah no
0: no no I totally I totally agree but, but it's that just is interesting,
1: interesting. yeah that it is because it wasn't yeah but I I think I'm like that would have been a good single for that that time period Mm -hmm. but I don't think instead of any of the other ones just like if we had to add one but Taylor Swift isn't always great at choosing singles I'll have to admit I think everybody has to admit but we like to think that she keeps the best for her fans but I think she did a very good job with her debut album like if she did it again do the same thing just maybe put our song... Yeah, up. and
0: honestly, like, the more that I look at this, I feel like she got worse over time. Yes, um, yes, I graded them,
1: and I'm like, oops.
0: Like, moving on to Fearless. Yeah, um, so what are your
1: thoughts on Fearless? We have Love Story and White Horse. Uh,
0: I, I think it shows versatility, yep. the two. Um, absolutely. I absolutely agree with Love Story. Oh, I think it yeah. should 1,000% be there, and I guess if you're doing the versatility thing then white horse makes sense i might have just put you belong with me anyway because it's a jam right but again it was a third single so it it does come up but that's the only thing i right yeah maybe you're not sorry instead of white horse i don't know why i feel like the track fives like mm. i don't want to see them as singles but i, I don't think name. she realized her track five thing at that at that point no
1: definitely not she
0: didn't she didn't like have it yeah, planned like out. It started then, out so as an she, accident
1: Right, exactly. So, so you would have like, liked to see that somewhere else. But overall, how do you yeah. feel about these singles?
0: I like them. I like them. I love. Uh, I think. I think they both give a great like preview of what right the album is exactly. So I I am all think, in on them.
1: Yeah, which is what, and I I actually also gave this an A um, mm-hmm. because like you said, love story, phenomenal. And then you have White Horse, which I agree with because I think it actually, it shows versatility, but also still plays into the, you, you and your White Horse, you have the bit of the medieval the same enchantment vibe. vibes. Yeah. So it's going along with that. Um, and you have a happy song as well as something where, you know, you're, you're, you're getting both. Now, and then you have to mention it's not like you belong with me didn't do phenomenally well as the third single right if you belong with me wasn't such a hit i would maybe change my mind but with that being said i think this was a very smart business decision unfortunately because we don't like her business at that time but yeah uh her management um the only song i i think uh, i would have loved to see as a single if i'm choosing something would be um hey steven
0: i figured you'd say that yes
1: no i don't i don't have any
0: i don't have any swaps yeah besides maybe you're not sorry instead of white horse that's pretty much all i like 15 and fearless as well to round it out so
1: right so you just think you're not sorry is a a a better could have been a better single hit as a sad song
0: yeah mainly because i mainly because i just feel like um or maybe breathe if she did breathe, like right. like that you have, have, have a, a song that has somebody featured, maybe that gets oh, more traction. Oh, that's so true. Um, and Colby
1: Colai was so big maybe at the breathe
0: time. instead of White Horse, but it, I I still I still like right. White Horse. There, it's right. just I might have picked a different one.
1: Yeah. What about Speak Now? So we have Mine and Back to December.
0: I don't know what it was. It was. Um, probably because this was the first time I was really anticipating an album Mm -hmm. for her because Love Story I was excited about, but I wasn't really, um, or Fearless I was excited about, but not really like a fan fan like I was for Speak Now. Um, I love mine. Mm. I love it so much. Uh, The song in general, but uh, the music video is great. I don't know what it was about it, but I'm a huge fan. Back to December is good. I don't think you pick any other song than "Back to December" if you want to showcase a slow one.
1: And it came out in um, December.
0: Close, yeah, 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 yeah. Or
1: near in the um, winter, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out like in oh, mid-November November fifteenth. Yeah, Um Sorry. Close. So I think ready. I would have. So at first, I was thinking I would put "Sparks Fly" mm-hmm. as a right. maybe the lead single over mine. But the only thing is, "Sparks Fly" was one of the very commonly known songs right from before like she only put it on speak now because fans kept asking for it because it wasn't on fearless yeah so i i was kind of okay with it not being a lead single since like if you're really trying to get i mean it would have been good for non-fans but at the same time like she probably didn't want to release a lead single that her hardcore fans already Already knew. knew
1: exactly so
0: so i'm okay with that um yeah i don't think there's any i mean Maybe, I, I think Enchanted should have been a single. Right. I don't think it needed to be the lead one, but mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't get as much credit as it deserves. Yep.
1: Yeah. So you're not, so yeah. of, of the.
0: Th- I don't think I'd change them.
1: Okay. You wouldn't change them.
0: The top two? No, I don't think I would. Um, but I would, so I would probably put choices, Enchanted in there.
1: Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. agree with her.
1: So when we're talking about Taylor Swift, not being great at choosing singles, we're not talking about these albums.
0: No. And I think, I think part of the reason they get worse over time is because she starts thinking more about
1: commercial success,
0: the, the true commercial. I need people that don't like me to like this song. Exactly. Yeah. So that's I a, think that's why it starts getting worse.
1: That's such a great point and a really sad point too, but it is true. And I mean, she even admits to it, Um, but I she does. Yeah. I disagree with you. This is where, This isn't my worst one, but this, I gave a B plus two. Now, in the moment, I was so excited for it. I remember loving mine. I just don't think when it comes to singles representing the album, I don't love mine as the lead single. I just don't think it should have been the lead single. Um, I agree with Back to December because I think it's a good, sad song. Um, But I'm like, when I think of Speak Now, this is such a magical album and it's the album that she promoted as writing and doing a hundred percent herself and i just feel like i don't know it it, so what would you put i would have put as the lead single honestly enchanted i think encapsulates the entire album it is an enchanting a truly enchanting album i even think the tour i didn't i mean i know you saw i watched i watched it um on youtube is enchanting like in the that I think encapsulates the whole album um I don't think she made a a mistake necessarily but I if I were Taylor Swift I would have not had mine there because it just I like the song Mm -hmm. uh, um but it's not something that I think represents the whole album and it's not it represents an old album, represents yeah. how great of a writer she is. Um, mm-hmm. I just would have done Enchanted yeah. and then Back to December. Or even Story of Us. Like I, I don't see know. what you're saying. Story of Us could have yeah, been a phenomenal so, single as well, to be honest.
0: So I was going to say, the reason I wouldn't probably put Enchanted, Um, I probably would pick Story of Us before Enchanted for the lead single, but that's mainly mm-hmm. just because of the... Um, I don't know if Enchanted gets it, like, I know, like, I think it's a criminally underrated song. Mm -hmm. I I know probably a lot of hardcore fans think it's an underrated song and it does capture like what Speak Now is about. I mean, when I see the cover, I just think of Enchanted. Right. Like like it should be called Enchanted. Right. But I will say like, if I'm thinking of a random person going to listen to the single off of the album, I don't know if Enchanted has as much of a pull I guess for a non right like for not even a casual fan but like a, a non fan mm-hmm. like I don't know does that get on country radio right 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 like mine or even probably Story of Us would probably get on country right. radio I'm not sure but yeah um that's that's the only reason I wouldn't mm-hmm. put it as the lead but
1: yeah, no, um, I absolutely. I, I do think saying. it should have
0: been a single for sure.
1: Right. No, I, I totally see what you're saying. Which is all. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like in terms of like the radio success, which is why maybe I would put "Story of Us," which could cross genre. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah um, I can see that. So, and I think has a little bit more of a. Uh, oh my gosh! I'm. This song is such a bop. I'm so excited for this yeah. album. She wrote this herself um sometimes again and and maybe you just really love mine and I don't and I don't hate it but I just think it doesn't showcase her like writing skills that well Mm -hmm. um but I don't I don't know what I don't know why I'm like anti-mine I I, like I like the song I just I'm like "Mm, she should have done something else but yeah it's interesting um but yeah so that was because of the mine choice I it whatever but it's still b plus it's not like it was bad but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I even actually wrote so down, red? understand the radio for mine in my
0: notes. Yeah. Like, I get
1: why yeah. it makes sense. So right. then, Red. We are never getting back together and begin again.
0: I truly don't. Uh, so, actually, this is going to be weird. I don't I don't like begin again more than I don't like we are never getting back together. Interesting. So, I didn't like we are never getting back together at first. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what is this? What um, is this? it has grown on me like I do get it if because I think I think red was her her big turning point in like a I want to be pop obviously mm-hmm. but also like or a pop mix I guess at the time but also I I want to be like a universal this song needs to be catchy for everybody. I think that's where she really picked like she started picking that way right um so I do get we are never getting back together. I would have picked like Starlight or maybe State of Grace. Interesting. Maybe. Um, I was just going, I was just thinking through my head. I didn't even look at the track list trying to decide. I was just thinking of the songs. Um, Instead of Begin Again, if you wanted a slower vibe.
1: Yeah, because she goes poppy with We Are Never Getting Back Together and the Begin Again, again, she's showing the versatility uh, there. But I think both, on both ends, it falls
0: flat. And I guess, I guess it does kind of, it weirdly makes sense for the story because like they're both about the same person.
1: Right. And like, and that's, like, you're
0: saying we are never getting back together and then you're talking about how you're like growing and, and be moving begin again. on. Exactly. Right. So I guess it does make sense, but um, instead of beginning it, I might've put treacherous um, or maybe you've thrown a featured one. Right to let them know maybe probably it would be the Ed Sheeran one. Cause I don't, I still don't think people give the last time enough credit. No, um, that's not
1: Ed Sheeran. Everything has changed as Ed Sheeran.
0: No, I know. I I'm saying I would have put the Ed Sheeran one because oh, okay. people don't give the last time enough credit. So like I would have probably put everything has changed before oh, the last okay. time, if I was going to yeah. do a featured. Right. Um, but no, I, I uh, yeah. So it's grown on me over time, but I remember not liking it at the right. time. Right?
1: Yeah, it wasn't something that I was like, "Oh man, this this is gonna be a crazy great album." And yeah, so I I gave the grade overall B C. Um, yeah,
0: I, I would agree with that.
1: We are never getting back together. That's you could. T- she's trying too hard to play into the radio success, which is what a single's supposed to do, but it also. I so understand from like yeah it, it it was a big hit with like okay look at what Taylor Swift put out this is a mm-hmm. funny song but it does not in any way shape or form represent red that is the no, opposite agree. of red red I agree. is a sad album and yeah we are never getting back together is about a breakup but that is not the the vibe of red at all and so I don't even think it encapsulates the album and it I it's not really a good song. It doesn't show that she's, you go from writing things like Long Live and Enchanted and Last Kiss and back to, back to December and Haunted. And then all of a sudden you're like, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. No, I agree. It's like, whoa, is I remember thinking like, "Uh Oh, has Taylor lost it? Like lost her whatever, because we don't, we didn't know what to expect with red, which of course she didn't. It's a phenomenal album and her best writing, some of her best writing, but I was like, uh oh this you know that that's not yeah. good that's when you know um yeah and, i mean uh, and begin again i was gonna say yeah i i like begin again a lot more so now than i did back then but it, not for a single no. um i i'm gonna say i she should have done if she wanted the versatility holy ground should have been a single
0: yeah
1: that is such a great song and i think it it got lost even on me um, mm-hmm. because it was so buried. There's not enough hype about that song, how great that song is. And I'm going to have to, I disagree with you with what you said in the beginning. Uh, like I understand what you're saying, but I actually think she should have put All Too Well out as her second lead single. Because mm-hmm. where I think treacherous, what you were saying as one of the singles, I think that that's too much of a, a deep cut and slow and it doesn't build all too well does all too well could have been what driver's license is right now
0: but it's a five-minute song i
1: don't yeah i don't know like i don't i don't think
0: they but right like i know you could do it but like i think when you're going for singles for radio music videos whatever it ends up being you're not going to do a five-minute song
1: but um i just think in terms of like how good the song is and yeah it's for the 50s but i don't think maybe lengthwise but I don't think it's too much of a deep cut like I think it would have been like oh holy ground amazing song bop all too well oh my god what are we about to what are we about Mm -hmm. to see or then if not all too well then I almost do I
0: almost do yeah I forgot about that one but but yeah, one of
1: those two that's like this is sad oh my gosh sad but still I almost do It's catchy it's a little bit easier to digest than all too well Mm -hmm. um I think I just don't I just don't like We Are Never Getting Back Together. But at the same time, if We Are Never Getting Back Together was not the lead single, it shouldn't have existed. Like, it needed to be a single. Because mm. it needed to have a music video. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, I don't ever want to look at it, in my opinion.
0: Right, right.
1: Because it's so, like, oh I like God. it. So, 1989.
0: Yeah, so, 1989. Absolute garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Shake It Off. Shake It Off. And Blank Space. I, I can't stand that song. What did you say? And Blank Space. No, I think Blank Space should have been the lead single. Yep. And that's pretty much all I have to say about Or, and and I maybe Wildest Dreams. Yes. Throw throw those two as a one-two punch.
1: Yep.
0: And I think you probably get the vibe and uh, just get, like you said about we are never going to make that we are never getting back together, just throw Shake It Off away. Right.
1: Yeah, I... I agree. Shake it off. She also not- got
0: so much heat for the music video. So like, I- yeah, it was, I don't know.
1: It's, a, it was a smart business move. It makes sense. It's still going today. Like she's going to have to sing it forever. Business wise, it makes sense, but it was for the business. It should have been blank space. Number one, absolute brilliant song. Yeah. And it should have been either uh, wonderland. I know it was a bonus track mm. or wildest dreams. Cause I think wonderland or wildest dreams gives the vibe of the album.
0: Yep. Yep. I, space, I I could be down for Wonderland too.
1: Cause, shake it off. And blank, blank space, space is blank are space. two of the same token of she's trying to play this role, right? So you didn't need two of those songs. Blank space you needed. Shake it off shouldn't yes. have been a thing.
0: Yep. I totally agree with that. that totally.
1: It just. So um. I yeah, gave I was gonna say because we
0: um, yeah, we were in college when it came out, and I remembered hearing shake it off, and I was like, I don't need. It. Yeah to hear the rest of this but then i remembered we used the same logic we were like well we are never getting back together it wasn't that great and yep. we loved red so exactly you know That's inter- um, but then ex- when blank space came out it was like oh yeah.
1: oh yeah we said that word for word i remember having i actually remember sitting having that conversation like right us being like we can still be excited right <laughs> right maybe you know look at yeah so
0: all hope is not lost yeah right
1: and then we were pretty excited for the album not as oh, yeah, it no. It was spread, but, yeah, for sure. the day that it came out. And then Reputation. So they make sense.
0: I I get what... I'll say, look, what you made me do make sense. Um, that one did have to grow on me as well. Um, but I do understand if it's like a, hey, I'm not who I was before. It's right. a song that will tell you that right away. I don't think we needed two with the same sort of vibe. Because... There are plenty of songs on reputation that do not have that like hard bass like like, type of vibe that both look what you made me do and ready for it has. Mm -hmm. So like, I might've switched it out with like getaway car ready for it. I mean, um, I would have switched it out with getaway car, maybe even something slow, like call it what you want. I think it just makes it seem like reputation is a much harder album than it actually is. So I would switch out Ready For It, probably.
1: Yeah, I gave this a C, um, because while I understand, look what you made me do now, after the album came out, when it first came out, the amount of disappointment I had, I was like, she hasn't done anything for this long. She has a chance to prove herself, to prove everybody wrong, and she's ultimately proving everybody right. I was so angry when this came out, and I know... A lot of people were too. But a lot of like hardcore fans, you know, were still going hard for it. And we're like, this is the most amazing thing that's ever existed. Especially because she wasn't doing press around it. Even when the music video came out, I was like, oh, okay. Um, So while I understand that this had to be a single because it was the first thing that she came out and said, I think she would have gotten the same message across if she led with, I did something bad. Where it's badass. Yeah. I did something. Like, yeah. Oh, I did something bad on the phone call, but I don't want to talk about it yet. Like, I did something bad, but it felt so good. Like, haha, I'm laughing in your face. I think that that gives a message off. That would have been a good, good been one. Like, yeah. Oh my God, this is such a bop. It's a good song. And she's yeah. playing on the fact of the reputation still. Like, I did something bad at reputation. Look what you made me do. Could have still been released third with the whole music video and all that stuff. Yeah. But it really tainted it for me, which we know. Reputation is now like my top third album act after everything. But as a yeah. single, I just it was it was too. It, it didn't show how great of an artist she is, how great of a singer she is. That yeah. was too tactic. I just I didn't love it. Um, ready for it? If if she had, I did something bad. She could, ready for it is fine. But again, it could have been like I did something bad and. Don't Blame Me, where you see Mm -hmm. that I did something bad, and then you have the Don't Blame Me, which is still, okay, but she's talking about how in love she is, but it still has the reputation vibe. So I just, mm, I love the album, and she just did not do it justice with those singles, and I really Mm -hmm. think she could have done a a better job. I'm so sorry, Taylor. I just, just no. Yeah, I agree. And how about Lover?
0: I don't even want to talk about these. Literally... (laughs) If I only had two tier five songs, it's these two. So it's me
1: and you need to calm down.
0: I can't tell you how unexcited I got for Lover when I heard these. I was like, this is not. And again, I know we say it every single time. We're like, oh, well, there's probably going to be much better ones on the album. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. But I just, no, neither of them do it for me. They're always a skip i think it's a crime that cruel summer was not a single so do you think that should have been the lead yes because it also came out in freaking august like maybe the second single maybe cruel summer should have been the second single because it might release in june but uh i don't know or maybe i think he knows that's a great one yep if you wanted to go for a different vibe like to get aspect like other aspects of because I'm trying not to album. use lover, by the way. Right. Yeah. No. No. Um, I agree.
1: I, I did the same thing when I was writing my notes down. Maybe you go
0: with one. like a, uh, Cornelia Street, but that might be a little bit of a deep cut. Right. Um. Uh. Well, Death by a Thousand Cuts is still kind of. Pop. I know the lyrics are sad, but it's right. still kind of upbeat, like right. like a cruel summer. That, in a row. that
1: could have been a good vibe. It's. Yeah,
0: probably, or maybe like Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Right. That one's kind of a different vibe. Yeah. I don't know. I.
1: Now. So that was, that's your worst of the worst for you. Absolutely. So I don't disagree with, I do disagree, but like, I understand, I guess, where, what you mean and why these are the bottom of the bottom for you. Um, but I'm more harsh with reputation than I am with lover. Um, and I'll tell you why. I do think I wrote down, it should have been cruel summer that she should have let off with perfect yes. timing in May or eight well or even the second one which was June which was you need to calm down May or June
0: right.
1: it was a crime because cruel summer is such a good representation of lover and then I wrote down maybe um, paper rings or I think he knows because mm-hmm. again the only reason I wouldn't necessarily do maybe Miss Americana is because okay well this album is called lover so it it needs to represent love in some way. Um, yeah. so I wouldn't, I mean, Miss kinda has love in it, but that had the more of like the political undertone. So that's why you wouldn't do, I forgot that you existed. That's why you wouldn't do the man as those lead singles. Cause that's not representing the lover aspect, which is why I understand where she was coming from with me. And you need to calm down in terms of lover in a different sense of self-love and LGBTQ. Um, okay. and you need to calm down needed to be a single and it needed to have a music video or she couldn't have had that on the album at all because that music video no i definitely agree with that
0: like no i agree with that she also like if she was going to make a song about lgbtq rights and everything you can't not make it a single right because and she did it during pride month Right, like I, 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 get why you need to calm down with a single. I just don't think we needed any.
1: Right, it shouldn't. Other. It shouldn't have represented her whole album. Yeah. Um. But I. So. Th- so that's why I agree. I'm not saying I like them, and I, she should have had different singles. But I. I guess I'm saying like I don't get where she's coming from with "Look What You Made Me Do" and "Ready for It." There are two interchangeable songs, whereas. You Need to Calm Down had... Maybe if You Need to Calm Down was, like, the third or the fourth single, but it still needed that. Me shouldn't have been the lead, but, again, it's one of those things where, like, with We Are Never Getting Back Together and Shake It Off, it either had to be a single with a music video or it can't exist. Yeah. You know, like, if it weren't there, um, it's not interchangeable. It just shouldn't exist. But I do have to say, though, people hate on me... I'm not saying it's a great song. I'm not saying it's the most well-written song. But I bopped to that song probably the way that maybe you bopped to We Are Never Getting Back Together. That's what I was just going to say. I do, yeah, I I love the beginning and I do love how she sang. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's a cute song and it puts me in a good mood. But, yeah, it, I agree. When it came out, you're like, we don't know what in the world we're getting with this album.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just – um.
1: Yeah, no. And then – we, I mean, we don't have to spend too much time because there wasn't much with, with folklore and Evermore. But would you? Have, yeah, I mean, Cardigan, would you have chosen a different song?
0: Well, I mean, you can't really have a lead single when the album, album came out, out on that day. Thing. Yeah, but um. But for
1: everybody else here. because I probably
0: Cardigan. would have chosen, I yeah, I would not have chosen Cardigan. Neither. I maybe would have chosen the one. That's probably what I would have chosen. Yeah.
1: The one I don't think I have an August, alternate. maybe August. Betty. Yeah, one of those three because, but I could
0: see, I could see not doing Betty because you you don't want people,
1: right? Because that to think, oh,
0: shit, is she country again, right? Yeah, so, I, so I maybe could see the, not the one or August, that one. The one yeah, or August. that's what I probably would do.
1: And yeah, it, to me, she could have done better with yeah, Like, Cardigan isn't, yeah, August or no, because that's not even,
0: I mean, I understand like Cardigan is a good song and it's yeah. lyrically great, but. It's not even. It's not one of the tops from that album for me. So, right. like, I definitely would have wanted the yeah. one or or August. Right.
1: Commercially, in every way, I think that people would have been like, like I mean, everybody did love Folklore, but I just right. think August or the one would have been the better choice. But
0: again, at the same time, she's not with Folklore and Evermore. Even like, obviously, she was not doing exactly. anything for it's the commercial success. Exactly. Right. So. Right. So obviously she kind of went away from that, but
1: right, right. But still, the, you know, this is our fairy tale land. Um, exactly. So what about Evermore with um, Willow?
0: It's fine. I mean, Gold Rush would have been an ex- excellent <laughs> single, but I think Gold Rush also would have been an excellent single if you had two months leading up to the album. Mm. Right. Like right. I, uh, Willow's a good one too, but yeah. like I think if you had a lead time, throw Gold Rush Gold at the Rush world instead. and.
1: Yeah, Let you everybody love that. cheer, you love but
0: that. um, it would be good, I it know, is I'm,
1: very catchy,
0: yeah. Or maybe long story short,
1: yeah, that's a good one, too. Um,
0: because that also has her little you know, it's very clear that she's writing about something, right? Um, like you know, how she's saying that these albums aren't really about specific things, but some of the songs are so, like, long story short could give people something like a ooh, exactly. Look at that. Like, oh, did it? you hear yeah, that? Taylor
1: Swift again. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I. Agree.
0: But I'm okay with Willow too. Right. I'm I'm more okay with Willow than I was with Cardigan. I Agreed.
1: Think. Right. I actually Willow's one of my top. Um, I was so happy with this. I said, finally, she's releasing one of her best songs as the lead single. This is one of it's a, it's something that could do well on the radio, but it's also catchy. But it's also well written. It's something yeah. that I'm like, yes, I want to tell people that Taylor Swift wrote this song. I'm excited about it. Um, I I think she chose right when she chose Willow. Um, mm-hmm. Other songs I would like to see as a single, not in place of, but maybe in the future, Champagne Problems or Right Where You Left Me as a bonus track. I'm like, it's so good. Yeah. It's literally crack. Please make it a single. But I don't think anything should have replaced Willow. I don't, th- I do like what you're saying with, with, I thought of long uh, story short, but with Gold Rush, because that is another like catchy one that I would have been like, oh, a good song, you know, similar to Willow, like a good song. It's well written. It's catchy. And I would, I wouldn't be like, like when my students are like, oh, you like Taylor Swift, like bandage don't fix bullet holes, miss teacher. I'm like, uh-huh. guys, that's not what Taylor Swift is. Right. right. Like, don't like, come on. So that's that's another reason I get mad at her when she releases bad singles, because that's all they know. Like all the people yeah. that are going to like come at you. It's like, mm-mm, that's not... Her singles aren't her. Her singles aren't her. Um, right. So I'm happy with Willow, even with Cardigan, to be like, yes, that is Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Like I might, I might have... Um, there might be like a weird, almost like disorder with singles now for me that like cardigan and willow since they were singles i was like oh, this is gonna be shit right like you right. know what i mean exactly so they might they might be categorized worse in my head because, because i'm so used to her singles being so bad you're so
1: right like you're Not automatically all, but, you thinking know. the worst and i might be yeah, the opposite. I'm like oh no i'm, I'm so
0: nervous like, to listen right yeah
1: and i'm like the opposite like with me i'm like expecting the worst so if i even slightly like it i'm like i love this <laughs> Yeah. I no, I,
0: I hear you. So, I hear
1: you. Um, but yeah, Willow though, love it. So I mean, that's like the overall. That that's the take yeah. on that. I think. So I think to sum it up, um, she lost it when she was trying too hard for that commercial success. Yeah. So she. Well, no, that's what I was gonna it. say. She played into it. I think I would have given.
0: given right i think her top three for me would have been tim mcgraw love story in mine i don't like okay because because i can't change the other ones right you know Uh, like if i you know i i guess that would be my top that i never would ever say we were never getting back together i would never say shake it off and i'm only looking at the lead ones by the way um i maybe look what you made me do
1: wait but is your top
0: no, like I might throw it in the top three, but I, but like that's only because of, I think it fits the album's purpose. Oh, interesting. Um, but like top of lead singles, I think it's Tim McGraw Love Story in mine because I think she just gets oh, bad after that. And I'm not counting folklore and Evermore either.
1: Basically. Oh, okay. I would. I see, I would choose, I would choose, because I feel story, like I story, I would choose Love Story, I would choose. I would choose Willow because I, th- that's something that I like stuck with that. Um, mm. I think it does count. Like I was just excited for it. Um, and I would choose blank space, but I know
0: that you said that that's a second one, but I just still think that. Um, yeah. I was just, I was just looking at lead singles, but yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't counting folklore and Evermore because I feel like lead singles are supposed to get you excited for an album. Right. right. And like for those, it was just like, it's here. Right. I don't need to get excited for it. I just have to wait another hour right. and right. I'll have it. So I think that's why I was excluding that and pretty much just focusing on which ones came out before the album came out.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. I guess in my head, I was just thinking what commercial success, but also represents the album. Those best songs that make sense that she's doing music video for to me it's, is Love Story, Blank Space, Tim McGraw, I would throw in there as well.
0: Yeah, I was. If we're doing it that way, oh, no. I would do Love Story, Blank Space, and Tim McGraw probably.
1: Right. So, those those are her best, that, and that and that's all we have for Taylor Swift's singles. Um, I wonder. Now we know she redropped Love Story, so I wonder as like the single. So I guess Wonderland, not Wonderland. Wildest Dreams will be the next single which is cool because yeah. that's one that wasn't uh, a lead single so now we do get to see yes, possibly Wildest Dreams as a new lead single so that'll be cool to see if she does in recreating it now that she's recreating all of her new albums does she get to would she choose a different lead single um, than she did at first yeah. so that'll be cool to see as well and maybe some of the stuff that we're saying that we would have cho- that we chose today will get chosen who knows or maybe she'll just follow what she's already done before who knows right nobody except taylor swift oh i was just gonna say we're gonna end our episode with just telling you another story embarrassing story about us that you guys can think about so you really understand who we are as human beings and why we're embarrassing
0: right um so, for those of you who don't know who Paul Wesley is, he played Stefan Salvatore in The Vampire Diaries.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and we love him. And
1: so we, we were big problems. Vampire
0: Diaries people in college. Yeah, we used we to make YouTube videos of about obsessing it
1: over things, as you can clearly see.
0: Right, right. When in college, while we still obviously love Taylor Swift, our obsession was Vampire Diaries, and we'd make weekly YouTube videos to recap episodes. Um, anyway, we were totally team Stefan. Uh, I know we're in the minority, everybody was team Damon, but you no, know, Paul Wesley, wrong.
1: honestly, I, I still totally agree. hate all. Do Damon you want a Lorna toxic fans. love?
0: No, I don't want a toxic love.
1: I literally hate that. all of you, Delana fans out there. Like,
0: you I guys... wanted a boyfriend who refills my wine glass while I'm recording a podcast. That's Stefan-esque.
1: That is so Stefan. Everybody was so wrong. And by the way, Paul Wesley, way b- better looking than Ian Summerholder, especially now. Mm-hmm. Put them in a – please, guys, please, please look at them right now. Please.
0: Yes, yes, 1,000%. I'm getting amped up. I'm going to
1: start a new podcast. Right, right. (laughs) Big fans, big fans.
0: Even though I will say we lost the Vampire Diaries obsession as the show got shitty.
1: Yes. As the writing got terrible. Frickin' frick.
0: We could have written better than that. Anyway. um, I'm so mad. Our obsession with Vampire Diaries stopped, but our obsession with Paul Wesley did not. Um, when we right after we graduated college, he was in an off-Broadway show mm-hmm. in New York. Yep. Um, so we got tickets for it because we were living in New Jersey. Yep. Um, so we went in, and off-Broadway shows are very obscure in their locations. Um, it's a, it's basically like you're, you're in a small, you're like a in a, in a floor in a building. And it's very small. And this particular play only had three actors in it. It was Paul Wesley and two others. And
1: actually so one of the other we, actors was from Stranger Things. The, the Yes, Hopper Stranger
0: from Stranger Things. Thing. Yes. yes. So when we got into the city, we were like, let's just go look for this, the theater. Because it wasn't on Broadway. You know, it was on this minuscule road, like 30 minutes away from everything
1: so we wanted to make sure we were going to get there on time and we had to pick up our tickets at will call so we're like let's just see where it is super early go to will call and go out to a bar go get food before the the show just so we wanted to be so
0: we get there and obviously we have plenty of time like a lot of time um so we find the theater and you have to go upstairs to get to it but we had no idea where will call was like we were like okay let's just go upstairs then Right. So we open the the door mm-hmm. and we're like truly in the theater. Like we see the stage and someone, I think probably someone that worked there was mm-hmm. like, "Oh no no no, not here!" Like, they, I think they, they told said us not yet. They were like, "This is where you later. come, but yeah. you
1: have to come later."
0: And later. keep in mind, right. they when, were like, "Not yet."
1: Just to set the scene, we are in a back stairwell, but this is the only way right. into the theater. It's a creepy door, a very thin long stairwell with like stairwell, one yes. light shining down so we but were like
0: our we way like, like, right it's creepy but we knew we were in the right place because right. there was a poster uh, there and was Paul a poster Wesley was on the poster there was so a poster. we're like oh sorry i didn't realize it we we start walking back down the stairs and this is when we get immature and right and we're like was it me that was kissing the poster? Yes,
1: I'm like the, the picture had Paul Wesley's face on it, so we're like, yeah. oh, we're gonna see him later. I'm like, Steph, um, kiss the poster. Right. I'm gonna take kiss a the picture of you. So I'm up on this tiny staircase on like step. Two or three. Steph is on the ground, right? Or are you on the?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at or the maybe bottom. Maybe I'm
1: down. And you're like up one, something like that. But
0: yeah, either way, yeah. you're
1: against the poster, and then our two other friends are also crowded on the stairway, like up a step right. each, because it's it's a thin stairway. Like you can't really fit. right. You
0: can't walk down two at a time. It has to be one by one. Yeah.
1: And we're so right anyway. when you open the door, like that's right where we are. Because right. we the were bottom right. Of we were stairs. right at the
0: entrance of the staircase.
1: So I have my so phone held out, like we're giggling.
0: A yeah, we're giggling about. Kissing a poster, you know, like I can't wait to see Paul 22-year-olds just like having a great time. Yeah. And
1: the door, the door opens swings open. Guess who is standing on the other side of the door? Guess Steph.
0: You guessed right. It was Paul Wesley.
1: <laughs> Paul Wesley um, is standing so, there while Steph is kissing still, a picture of so his giddy. face. <laughs> I am taking a picture of Seth kissing his face.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we were literally giggling. I was, like, making out with his poster, and he opens the door. And the best part about (laughs) it was just his deflated sigh that he, of course, ran into fangirls of the Vampire Diaries, like, in the stairwell. Because he was going to rehearsal. Yep. So he opens the door, and he's just like, oh excuse me like <laughs> wanted like, nothing to uh, do with us and Absolutely we we did nothing. not process it quickly like when he first opened that door and he said oh excuse me we were just like oh sorry like i out of the way for him to brush past us right we we I all my, could not think
1: i have my camera in my hand i didn't do anything with it because i no, was no
0: embarrassed it was, shocked it was too shocking to even like realize it so he walks right past all of us, like, has to touch us, basically, because the stairwell is so small. Yep. And as he gets to the top of the stairs.
1: No, no, as he's walking up, I was like. Hey,
0: hey, well, no, I was going to say, but but we, me and Steph snap back into it. Yes. Like, the fact that we just saw Paul Wesley. So he's, like, approaching the top to go into the stage area. And Steph, I think you said it. No, did I say you were the embarrassing
1: I, one? I was normal.
0: Yeah, I I
1: said like was it me first or you? I he said something like, "Are you coming to the show?" Like he might have said something like, "Oh, like oh, hey guys, coming to the show?" And I was like, "Yeah, we're coming to the show. Like we're gonna actually be sitting right in the front row because we had front row seats. We could yeah, literally we did. our toes were on the stage because it's a it's a we could touch the stage. A short yeah. uh, a small room. So I was like, yeah, yeah. we actually have uh, front row seats, and Stephanie with with passionate i don't even know what says what do you say steph in the in the tone that you said i think it. oh you don't remember i, think I remember. said like
0: no no no. i think i can't remember this fully but i think i was like hey Paula we're coming for you yeah she goes we're coming for you paul
1: what in that we're coming for you paul like a low passionate like we're going to murder him! Voice. Hey, Polly, we're coming for you. And I don't, I don't think he said anything. No, of course he didn't. He, was he just kept eyes. walking. And I think all of us, our eyes just went. Uh,
0: uh. No, we we walked outside once that door to, to the the building closed. We were dying, like cracking up, screaming. I don't even know what else to say. But like we oh we gosh. talked about it for the next six hours until the show was like we could not get over that that had just happened and then uh, all of the antics of like us realizing that it happened and like saying weird things to him
1: yeah like we are stuck he probably thought we were wait we it was truly a coincidence
0: it was it surely was and surely
1: did not seem like it because we were kissing a picture of his face no and Steph said that we are coming for him So I don't even know how we were on the show that night, but it was honestly phenomenal. It was a great, fantastic show. show. I love that we were front row, and then we got a picture with him after. So, which is a whole other thing, but like, it was great. So that just kind of is a taste of who we are as human beings.
0: And but I'm not the only one that did something embarrassing
1: that day. Yeah, I know. Do you want me to tell?
0: Yeah, I do, oh. because you're throwing me under the bus with my sexy, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so after the show, we had to wait for him to come out. I mean, there was other, we, we waited for the second show, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, I'm a stalker, and I know what his family, I've met his family before, because we've met Paul Wesley before, prior to this, at yes, the Vampire Yes, we've gone Riders to Vampire conventions, Diaries conventions. Which, whatever. You know what, whatever. We're cool. So I know what his sister looks like, Um, She's not famous, but, like, I know everything about her because I, I don't know. They're from New Jersey, whatever. So at the end of the show, while we're waiting for Paul to come out, I recognize that his sister has just walked out, and I, like, get really excited. And I got so overwhelmed and excited. I don't even think I told you or anyone what was going on. I just think I hit you guys, and then I pointed at her. She's standing two feet away from me, sitting two feet away from me. And I just like point at her and like smile, like in her face. (laughs) And as and she just like looks at me. She I think she was like smoking a cigarette Mm -hmm. with disgust. Like, are you kidding me? I'm literally like just pointing at her, like, (laughs) and then I realize I look like a freak. So in my brain- You don't actually
0: know this person. I'm
1: like, pretend it's pretend you think she's someone else. So I go, Jamie? Jamie, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) Just make up a name. And she was like no. And I was like, oh, my God. I really thought, like, you were my friend Jamie. And I turned around to my friends, and I'm like, that's Paul sister. <laughs> and, like, she absolutely knew that I recognized her. Like, that oh, 100%. was so – it was so embarrassing. And then we had to stand with her because we had to wait for Paul to come out. And so we didn't yeah. move. I didn't run away. Like, I had to stand there in my shame. I turned away from her, yeah. and you and Alyssa and Jenny were just like, laughing Alyssa would not stop laughing at me <laughs>
0: <laughs> and her cackle too like it's it's a laugh it's oh not God. just a I little get casual kickle. Yeah.
1: I'm not good around famous I'm not good around famous people and I'm not good around boys
0: we have the same type of stories sort of but worse for boys too. So
1: interactions, stay, yes.
0: stay tuned.
1: I stay tuned guys. That, that was a, a little bit of us. That was a little bit of the steps for today.
0: Right. Um, the and, true
1: nature, the true nature of us. our, the true stalking story abilities.
0: of us, if you will, the story of us is so, a tragedy.
1: <laughs> so, um, but that's really about it for today. Yeah. I think we'll probably, unless Taylor Swift decides to drop something on us. Um, Recently, we'll probably get into our summer lover podcast next, so you could stay yes. tuned for that. I'll be coming in a couple weeks. With that being said, yeah. I think that you guys should all first of all follow us on Instagram at <clears throat> Drop Everything Now Podcast um, and our TikTok at The Steps Thirteen. After yes. you have done that, I think it's pretty much probably well, time.
0: You can also email any suggestions or oh. any comments whatever you want to make to drop everything now podcast at gmail.com and Yay. obviously like subscribe, review, whatever you want to do.
1: Yes, please um, God, do that.
0: Go ahead, Steph. Then.
1: <laughs> um, with that all being said, you got everything. Cause I think it's uh time for you all to pick everything back up. Cause we are dropping our mics now.
0: See ya.